Hello and welcome into the Sorer Andrews podcast brought to you by Sorer Data. I am Andrew Laird. You can find me as Lairdinho on Sorer, joined as always by Andy Black, who you can find as Black on Sorer. Andy, I'm in a new room tonight for a bunch of reasons that don't really matter, but I feel all off and I'm thinking you're just going to have to carry us tonight. Are there uh, 19 reasons that um, that might matter? That was my fault. See, I'm all thrown off already. Anyway. Sorry, bad joke, bad joke. What was the joke? Uh, I, I said 19 reasons that, that might be causing you to be in a oh, location. Maybe, yes, there could be. Um, so Predictology, the first one in tonight. Apologies to those who usually watch us live uh, from or when we usually go about three hours earlier than this, but the reasons for the delay are also the reason for me in this room. Um, what's up, John Andrews and Chase? Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, but that doesn't stop us. And we wanted to talk about, we didn't want to talk about this. I wanted to basically take an hour to bitch and moan about me effectively losing some cards for a few minutes, for a few months possibly a few years and being too stubborn to sell them. So I figured, wait, we have a podcast. I can just complain about this and pretend it affects everybody. I really want to try not to make this podcast about the three cards that I feel like I'm losing. It's actually only two. All right. Get, you got to get, just get it off your chest now. So, right. And then we can like talk about things that people actually want to hear. <laughs> so I feel like this is the classic, like nobody wants to hear about your fantasy football team, but I feel like that's also what our podcast is about anyway. So Absolutely. Anyway. Yeah. So I have a Julian Alvarez card that I bought last year to complete my River Plate stack after Rafael Bore left. Mm -hmm. Bore is now like triple the price since he left, crushing since I sold him. Regardless of that, uh, Alvarez turned into like a U23 star and helped me and basically killed my river plate stack by being good enough to play in my U23 team, which is fine. And he's now off to Man City. He's actually not off yet, but he's signed with Man City. He's going to stay with river plate at least until July 7th, whatever that means. We've heard rumors before the move that it was, he's going to stay in Argentina until they're knocked out of um, Copa, which they're like one of the favorites for, so maybe he's there all season. That would be lovely. But the moment he goes to Man City, I feel like he's not like effectively dead for my SO5 teams, but like he just joins Pep Roulette and Ferran Torres was in that situation and nobody ever played him. And um, Alvarez is like now a 1.7 ETH card. That could turn into like, not that he's turning into nothing, but like, isn't a, his price going up right now? His price is going up. Yes. So what? What are you complaining? I'm complaining about? because I didn't buy him. Like, <laughs> I didn't buy him to to sell him. And so first of all, you didn't buy him to be a U23 stud. You you bought him for your River Plate stack, and and then. <laughs> I fell, I fell into up. gold, and now I <laughs> want to keep it. <laughs> I see. Correct. Correct. So so do you think you should sell him? Is that what you're thinking about or what? So the, the only reason I'm not is 
somewhat, it's not spite, but I kept selling this whole idea that I didn't need Jesus Ferreira for the summer because I was like, oh, I have Alvarez. Like, I'll just take the better guy. But if Alvarez is gone in July, I'm in big trouble, <laughs> at least in U23 in the summer. So I I don't know if I should sell. I'm. Do you think it's possible that there might be some hidden gems that come out of nowhere at some yeah. point in the next two months? Absolutely. And... Yeah, no doubt. Um, that doesn't mean I'm going to find them <laughs> or that I'll end up. Well, buying. you don't have to find them. That's true. You, you can you can just pay a little bit of a premium. That's that's fair. That's but you fair. could still sell Alvarez. Right, right. I think the the kicker with Alvarez is I if like he actually becomes a regular starter, which sounds hilarious when it comes to Pep Guardiola, but like if he becomes a regular starter for Pep, like man, there's too much upside. There's way too much upside. Yeah, for, especially for how young he is. Um, I don't know. The, the the upside there is just too much for me for to to give up now. So the other card is really the one that's bothering me, mostly because I acted way too slowly on it. Is Luis Diaz. So I have actually one Luis Diaz like back in the summer, and I remember he was a, a tier one, and I was almost like bummed that I bought him because he was like he's just a guy. Like he started for Porto, but like it was early in the season. Obviously, Porto was going to be one of the better teams in the league because they always are, but I just didn't like the season he's having was not what I was expecting. But anyway, so he blows up to the point where Liverpool's like, oh, let's get that guy. So I was using him in Challenger. Then I started using him in All-Star Rare Pro. I bought Otavio to pair with him and they've been awesome. And now the marriage is dead and he becomes like a backup champion Europe forward. Like he's effectively unplayable now and i should have sold them two weeks ago but i didn't you can and still now sell. i'm ready i could still sell them. looks like his floors around what point by the way the the new terminology i see on sorry data floor was there yes. was there a lot of like decision making that went behind that or you guys just what was the thought there there was no you guys it was uh HG working and he was like, oh, people know what floor is. Okay. I'm assuming. Fair, fair enough. So is is that too low of a price, point, point 0.915 of a floor for you to want to sell them? I don't know. I, I mean, if, if I'm hesitating now, then the answer is yes, it's too low. I, I mean, if you could sell him for point 0.9, you're, you're essentially selling a backup, a backup, champions for, like forward champions champion europe forward right for point nine uh-huh that, that seems like a good bit of business if you can make it does that doesn't it yeah, yeah. Let, me, let me just do it right now because <laughs> there's no way he starts so there's no way he starts this season like no. right right unless like calamity happens with with liverpool and you never wish for that uh, but at this point, like, there's no guarantee starting next season either. Like, obviously, he they paid a lot for him. He's in their plans. But yeah. I was talking to Moo Man about it because he's 
a Liverpool collector and we were just talking about like the upside on Diaz is high, but like, it's not like, he's not Salah. So he's not Salah high. And I actually, maybe I was talking to Sean about it. Is his upside Mane then? So if his upside is Mane, he currently costs the same as Mane. So like, what, what am I getting by holding? I just need, yeah, nothing. Yeah. Ugh. All right, so one one bit, bit of business done. What was the third player? Uh, our boy Ike Ugbo. Ooh, this yeah. was a positive one though. I yeah. think. I don't know. Well, so, he wasn't. It, it can't be. It can't be worse than the situation he was already in. So, Ugbo, who we both have, was on loan from Chelsea to Gank, and I believe Gank purchased him outright. He was on correct? loan to Circle Bruges. Oh, that's and, correct. And, and then, then, and then I think Chelsea just sold him to Gank. Oh, did I thought he was loaned, and then they just made it official. Whatever it is, he was at Gank. Yeah, he is no longer at Gank. He is now at what we would absolutely call Troy's, but uh, Quinny called it Trois uh, uh, when I was with him the other day. Okay, and it's just like so. It's a league one team. Like he's he is now a champion Europe forward. And the reason he went there is to play. Like, they were like, he needs to play. He's not playing at Gank. So, so send him to the top division in France and he'll play. Yeah. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. He should be playing at Gank anyway. However, that seems like a positive. Like, you and I are just like, I don't care what happens to him. He just needs to play. Just play somewhere. Just play somewhere. So now he's going to play. You own him. Are you going to play him? I'm just going to let him rot in my uh, <laughs> gallery. I shouldn't say rot. That's such that's such a horrible thing to say. But uh, Training I'm, team number 46? Yeah, he can just sit there. I can hold him. Like, totally different position for me. I don't I don't need anything to happen with that card this year. So he's, he's just going to sit there until something happens. Um, but I, I've, I've had a couple of times where that – kind of happened like uh i don't know where where guys went from like not playing in in mid-tier or, or lower leagues and then they go and start playing more at in champion europe team and it doesn't make sense but i guess maybe they fit more into their system or that team or they're filling a hole i don't know ugo not playing at gank just made no sense to me yeah like Big Paul looks like they, he needs to move. The fact that he's still there is just shocking to me, but it seems like he's gone after the season. So, Who, Big Paul's going to be gone at the end of the year? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so somebody was bringing up – let me see if I can scroll back here and chat. We were saying that I should sell – it was John Andrews. I should sell Alvarez, buy Ferreira, and someone like Brenner to double down in the summer. That's That's a cool idea. So it felt – Maybe because, well, Ferreira. I feel like you're buying the top of Ferreira. Completely. Yeah. I'm also selling, I think I'm selling okay. the top. Like, yeah. I, I, I might be selling the top on Alvarez also, though. Yeah. I hope not, since I'm not selling him. But, like, I, I don't believe in Brenner as, like, a reliable U23 forward for the summer. Like, Ferreira, I've long been okay. Like, I like Ferreira. Because he had set pieces and he had like a good all-around score. But like Brenner is anyone. Brenner is Kevin Cabral 
on a, on the worst, except he's on the worst team in the league. And so not to say like he won't score a few goals, but I just like, I'm going to lose more, way more often with Brenner and Ferreira than Alvarez. I think. I think Brenner's a player that has like maybe a lot of upside. But he has like goal upside, which like obviously goals count, but like a high scoring guy in MLS doesn't score like 35 goals. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I just feel like he's a guy that you're not you're not buying you're not buying the top on. I, I just don't know like if Ferreira comes out and starts having a good year, does his price go up at all? Granted, you're getting those performances and that's good. Mm-hmm. And that, that's what you want, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't I mean Brenner's already point three. Point three eight nine floor. That's kind of cheap right now, right now for MLS guys though, uh, and MLS U twenty three forward. I guess it's just so much more on the the scarcity thing than it is the actual production. I mean, I mean, a guy like Mason Toy is point one seven five, who I like him for some upside, but Brenner seen. I mean. Mason Toy is coming off an injury. Uh, Brennan's just going to be ready to go. Yeah, he's going to play every second. I'm one of the worst teams in the league, but not that Mason Toy's Montreal team's much better. I, one point last summer, made a an offer on a Mason Toy Super Rare that was the it was the highest offer I'd ever made on So Rare at the time. Mm-hmm. And it was rejected in like five seconds. Like I remember thinking so long about You're how like, much I, to- I got this. It, it was less I got this and more like, I can't believe I'm offering this much. Mm. And it was immediately rejected. And I was just like, I'm not going, right. I can't go any higher. Moving on. And my God. Out of curiosity, how much, how much was it? Or do you ballpark remember? Like 0.6. Okay. I'm just curious what his super error would go for right now. I, I honestly couldn't believe it was rejected. Yeah. Let alone rejected in five seconds. Well, I'm sure at this point you're very happy that it got rejected because thrilled. I was so convinced because I had uh, Georgie Mihaljevic, and I'm like yeah. the two of them, U23 stack. I'm like I'm gonna win everything. I had I had a couple weeks where I played that combo and it worked and it was nice. Yeah. Um, but it was it was very very short lived because uh, Mason got hurt and because he was whatever. yeah 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 I. You know what I think I did after I didn't get that deal closed? What's that? I think I think I completed my River Plate stack with Julian Alvarez. Oh, really? I'm pretty well, sure that was those two things happened. I mean, that's perfect. John Andrews is bringing up the Brenners on penalties too. That helps. Yep. Which kind of shocks me that Luciano Acosta doesn't just like push him out of the way. <laughs> so Mike, uh, where would that go? Tatjan. I bet I said that right. Said he lost Trusty to Arsenal. I obviously have a uh, a soft spot for Austin Trusty. I was a big believer of his yeah, after this... winning him and selling him almost immediately. <laughs> you know, I was I was reading a fun article on that 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 deal uh, yesterday, and okay. so Stan Kroenke owns both Arsenal and Colorado Rapids. Yes, and he s- essentially sold 
um, one of his players to another one of his teams that he owns, and I guess reclaimed a bunch of uh, allocation money hmm. for uh, his MLS team. So, I mean, essentially, he, he could have – Arsenal could have bought that player for whatever mm-hmm. amount. Yeah, a billion dollars, and and uh, I don't know. It, it, it's just – it was really interesting, and, and people have actually understood the MLS uh, uh, rules around uh, – <laughs> Uh, transfers were explaining it, and I was like, "Huh, yeah, Stan Kroenke's still a scumbag." Still a scumbag, yeah, yeah. I think the number of people who truly understand MLS salary rules is like three people. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I don't. I've I'm not no wondering. clue what's going on with all these like international slots and general allocation money. And I, I know the terms. I don't know what any of them mean. It also just feels like they are willing to just change the rule whenever it suits them. <laughs> well, Unless you're here, in here's a question, and maybe you can answer this. I thought when you loan a designated player that you didn't get to reclaim that DP slot, right? Correct. So Atlanta is loaning Ezekiel Barco to River Plate, and they're going to be bringing in Almada, another DP? Yes, there there was something like I said, I'm not the <laughs> A expert. A weird MLS yet. rule. <laughs> but it was I I think that for some reason actually I think somebody corrected me on this, but I was under the impression that the young designated player is different than the regular designated player and that either Barco or Almada was considered a young designated player and then they had the spot. But I don't, I don't, I don't have a clue. I will say while we're on the subject of young MLS forwards that I think the guy that is going that everybody's going to want who doesn't have cards yet, so we have to wait for the new cards to come out, is New York City FC's Telus Mango yeah. Magno. The dude is legit. He's lightning fast, and I think he's going to lead them in goals this year. Yeah. He, him and he and a bear up front maybe with the this guy tiago too up there like they're gonna make maxi morales look like late career pirlo where all he has to do is just stand there and just ping balls up and Perfect. they'll go get them my one of 100 uh morales is gonna love that somebody was asking me about him today i think he's, he'll be fine for one more year i think uh if you go on so fifa and rank mls forwards by potential um, your boy Telus Magna is uh, the highest on the list. Is that right? I think so. Yeah. Because oh. because our our boy Jimmer is always yeah, using, the Yuma Obata of uh, Major he's always <laughs> he's always using uh, Sofifa for his uh, potential. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not supposed to share this. This is an insider <laughs> secret. But um, I think this is the second time you've actually done this. It is. It certainly is. Sorry. He's great, though. He's legit. And I think it's going to be really interesting to see. It really depends on how long it takes him to get the cards out. Because obviously, like, the longer it takes, the more we'll know them. But I think he's going to be up there. Is he a striker, second striker, winger? Uh, They played him mostly on the wing, but he goes wherever the hell he wants. Gotcha. And just bangs in goals. That's what he's going to do. 
I think Bear is going to be playing centrally. Like they'll have the three Brazilian attack. You can't go wrong there. Okay. It's an exciting team. Despite losing Castellanos. So somebody was bringing up, was it a predictology here? Yeah. Just that the upside on Alvarez is like too scary to sell right now. And I can still play him. That's what's nice about it. I didn't think we'd get into MLS talking about European transfers, but here we are. Well, I mean, Austin, who, who would have thought Austin Trusty's going to Arsenal? Like, who had that going into this window? <laughs> once you, once you like, described it, though, you're kind of like, I'm surprised they haven't done this already. What, like, like guys like Cronky uh, uh, making those moves? Yeah. 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 Like, when's the well, Jack Price to Arsenal move? <laughs> right. Do other MLS owners own teams in other countries? Euro teams? Um, I did, was just reading an article today um, or yesterday on the Ringer that. I was going to say, uh, I didn't know that Yokohama, Yokohama Marinos was part of the city group. Learn something new every day. Yeah. They're like, they were their like second best team. I mean, they're probably, yeah, them in New York City FC in terms of like, Silverware, hardware, silverware, what do you call it? Trophies? Whatever. Yeah, they're both good. Um, so, yeah, that's a nice benefit. The Australian team is good. Melbourne City? I think it's Melbourne City that they own. Yeah, they're fine. Um, I'm pretty sure I wrote Alvarez to Yokohama on loan. Oh, God, please, no. <laughs> Actually, you know what? In 2023, I think he's still U23, so maybe that's not so bad. Oh, he'd crush. That would be really funny to see, though. <laughs> Something has gone horribly wrong. <laughs> the, there were jokes that they were going to loan him back to New York City, and it was like, or loan him to New York City, like, oh, let him play in the summer. And it's like, we'll just keep him at River Plate. Like, I get that. Like, he just needs to play. That's all they, Yeah. that's all it is. Yeah, I, th- I hope he's awesome. That's all. I don't have nearly as high expectations on Luis Diaz. Just because it seems like everyone Liverpool tries to bring in that's like tries to play a position that's already full, it's just not working. I guess Jota played is decent enough, but like he's another one that like if everyone's fit, I just don't know how you ever put him in a lineup because you just never know when he's going to play. Yeah. And yet I'm like, oh yeah, Julian Alvarez to Man City sounds awesome. So you just had the three transfers that kind of mess with your messed you up those were the ones that i did i feel like the diaz one is the one that's the biggest that messes me up only because i had him and otavio together so do you feel like you have to do something with octavio now i was looking today of like how much i could get for him and how much like why wouldn't you just keep octavio and then maybe get a different forward for that lineup or something something i absolutely could I was, it, it was mostly uh, like two weeks ago, I had no thought to selling either of them. And today I was looking in, at Otavio and like, he's 100% at the point where you want to sell him. Like his price is going up. His L5 is like 80. And I'm probably not like, look like one of those moves where you're like, oh yeah, I'll sell him. And then I'll just buy him back after a few bad games. Yeah. But like, if I sell him, he's gone. I'm not buying him back. 
I don't know, it just felt like it was a good opportunity to find guys who I thought were just as good as them, but are half the price and pockets of meth. That makes know. sense. It makes sense in theory. I'm not sure I'm, I could actually pull it off. I get too stubborn. It's not like I'm like as locked into these guys as Quinny gets, but like, I don't know. It does, it does mess with like your, I guess, game week routine when you have to start researching other guys when you're used to just like looking up the same players over and over and over again and you have your own sources or your beat writers that you follow or whatever. And then mm-hmm. now all of a sudden you traded that guy away and you're looking, having to look at different news. Yeah. I got to learn a new language now. Yeah. <laughs> I was just finishing up my Portuguese sessions and now. Do you have any players that moved and then you found out like later, like you didn't even, I guess, realize it at first. And then you maybe, I don't know, randomly stumbled upon the news. Um, <clears throat> no, my gallery is not that big. Do, do you, uh, so, uh, I was I was using the players moves weird page on Sorry Data that I'm not supposed to talk about, but like it mentions moves that I didn't I didn't I didn't know about. Like, for example, and you you're gonna be able to say something about this one. Alexander Matrita, did he come back to city or is he not coming back to city? I don't think he's coming back. But I think I think that there was a move like some kind of official move where he is back at city right now, maybe theoretically. Yeah. I think his, I think his loan is up. Okay. Technically. Yeah. HD is going to kill me for this. Ah, here we go. Are you going to share the URL for this page? <laughs> yeah. If anybody's looking for this, it's <laughs> sorodata.com slash players dash moves. Um, it's totally, yeah, it's totally unofficial and, uh, not, not maintained, I believe. I, I, I don't think we're taking any, uh, credit or blame on what's on this page, <laughs> but the data is definitely flowing in, <laughs> but it's been very busy day. There's Matriza. Paul, Paul Obi. Um, oh, I guess oh, yeah. he went from well, like, yeah, U, I, yeah. maybe, I don't know maybe like their U23 team to their main team or something. Oh, maybe. Yeah. From not playing to just not playing for someone else. <laughs> There's Matt yes. Phillips. Close. Oh, close move, huh? Yeah. This is a fun one to look at, though, when you're just, like, looking at guys that might be moving around. or Well, go up a, a little bit. There's Rambo. Uh, Ezekiel Ponce. So he was at Spartak Moscow. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's at, how do you pronounce that, Elch? Elche. Elche. So he's in La Liga now? Is that yes. right? Yes. Look at you falling in a champion year of midfielders. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't own Ponds. Oh, you don't? No, I, I just found that interesting. Hmm. Yeah, we've got Aaron Ramsey back from the dead. Yeah. Uh, there's Trusty. <laughs> oh, that's the loan back. Oh, there's our, there's our boy. Um, do you mind going to the very top? And click in the little checkbox. Show only players in your gallery. This is like the Jimmer filter right here, is what I'm gonna call it. <laughs> I wish I could filter to his gallery, not mine. Right, because he's always got those players that like he 
he's got the 2018 card of that you've never even heard mm-hmm. of the guy. And, and it's like, oh, they're going to some soft league and are, they're going to absolutely crush it. Yeah, and it's guys that he that have been in like uncovered leagues. You own Bruno? Common. Ah, okay. That I I will take credit though, because when I had my commons, actually uh yeah, I'm pretty sure I drafted uh Bruno. Okay. I didn't uh I didn't just get him. I worked hard for that. So you had a, quite a few guys move. Let me make sure that's actually true. Ah, crap. I did win him. <laughs> oh, well. Um, yeah, where did that page go? Here we go. Yeah, like Kevin Paredes. Somebody was asking me about that because they were like, is that good for him? And I'm like, he wasn't like crushing MLS. So like, it's not like, it, it's yeah. not a bad move. I'm not sure he's going to play much at Wolfsburg. but like, Well, it's definitely a bad move. You think it's a bad move? I mean, he would have played more in the MLS. But I'm not sure he was playing enough to like, I don't think he was going to be that great. Well, he's definitely not playing now, right? <laughs> I mean, he might play. I don't know Wolfsburg enough to know if he'll slot in. Yeah, I don't either. He plays some fullback is the problem. There's Luis Diaz. Casper. You still Casper? Still have Casper. Yeah. That's funny that they had him as Bethlehem Steel. Yeah, that is bizarre. Yeah, Jop. This Seco one is a killer to me because I was going to use him as uh, one of my U23 defenders this summer. And because he's a pretty good player. But now, yeah, now he's a grasshopper. What league is that? Uh, Switzerland? That's no, covered, right? De- Dana, Denmark? Oh, I don't okay. know what the Grasshoppers is. Okay. I feel like I don't even know what a Grasshopper kit looks like, but I feel like I need to own one. I thought you were going to say you don't know what a Grasshopper looks like. Oh, no. I don't know what the Grasshopper kit looks like, though. But it, it's got to be cool, right? Uh, yeah, they're in the Swiss Super League. Uh, yeah, they so that's covered. Go... What's that? That's covered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's covered. It's like, it's You, uh, you just won't have him for the summer. Correct. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The grasshopper logo is nothing special. <laughs> it doesn't look like a grasshopper. Oh, Rusnak. Is that a good move for you? I hope so. I mean, he's going to be sharing sets and stuff with Ladero. So, yeah. And, and maybe Ladero will be actually getting more of them. We'll see. I mean, at least for those three games that he plays, <laughs> they, he might, they might split. <laughs> I feel like we're going to be fighting a lot this summer because I, I have the Ladero super air and you have the Rusnak super air. Yeah, I. Although I my expectations are much lower than than yours. <laughs> I, mean, I find it funny you think we're going to argue much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, breaking my heart here. Yeah. Um, There's your boy here, Leandro Desab. Wait, did he really? He went back to J League. Yeah. No. J two. Oh, J two. Brutal. Brutal. For those watching, I can't. This has to be so boring watching us go through this list, but. Um, this is a player that early on, relatively early on in my so rare journey, Andy was like, this guy's good. You should buy him. I did not say he was and good. I was like, what? And he's like, he's going to South America. He used to crush in the J League. You should get him. <laughs> I was like, All right. yeah, sure. And um, he has, he's like barely played since. But he, he did used to crush. 
I don't know that he crushed. And I, I mean, said he, I said he was really, really cheap. Um, yeah. Let's, let's see what you bought him for. Oh God. 0.021. dollars is that right? <laughs> Thirty euros. Ah, okay. So thirty-six dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's fine. Anyway, but yeah, so this page exists for anybody who. Oh, that's why I keep getting offers for this guy. There you go. That's why this page is important. Joel Chima Fujita, whose rookie card I won. Limited. And, uh, huh, how about that? January 8th, clearly I'm very on top of what I'm, what right. I'm doing here. Well, yeah. there's moves in here that I'm still, I'm like, I did not realize that um, Majinho moved to whatever that is. I didn't, I honestly did not know that Leardom moved. So I know that Alanis moved because I have two DNPs after. After playing, <laughs> yeah. After you were promised he would start in both games, I think guaranteed start. Yeah, Alan with the classic derail question. I love it. How many new U twenty three keepers will we get by end of season in MLS? I can honestly only think of like one. Who are you thinking of? Maybe like Pulse Camp. That is. Pulse Camp is who I was thinking of. Um, is Klinsman still U23? He's got to be. Does right? He? I don't know. Let's look it up. I don't think there's a way for us to know. I don't think he is, actually. He's already 24. Oh. What a waste. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. I mean, we, we got... Oh, I know exactly who it is. Hunter Salty. Uh, no way. No way. There's only one reason why this is not going to happen, and it's right here. That's right. Because I own one of them. But he's the he's probably gonna be the third or, or fourth string at a he's gotta important. get past he's gotta get past uh what is it? Alvich Ivicic. Bingham. Uh, Bingham. And they just bought somebody else. Yeah, somebody some other career uh Backup. Uh, where's Trip and B? He would know. Trip, who did Portland just get? I still think Pulse Camp is a good is a good buy. Is he? Does he have another year after this? Who's salty? Oh, Pulse Camp has tons of time left. Yeah, he's like twenty one, right? Yeah, that's a good buy. Twenty. I like that skate Perez. Nice job. But yeah, I don't. I mean, they come out of nowhere, usually. Vom Stieg, that's right. That's who they signed. Oh, Vom Stieg. I got that card. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> it sounds like a card that you guys would have from the 2018-19, and it's like a Bruges card. Yeah. Nobody knew he ever played there. Braza. Who's, who does Braza play for? I don't even know who that is. Like typing it into Sober Data here, and it's not showing anybody. Sebastian Braza plays for Bologna. I don't know. Montreal. Oh, 
that situation is kind of weird, isn't it? Like Pantemis was started, well, it was Jop, and then he left, and then Pantemis, and then he got benched. They have a guy named Jonathan Soroas, who's 20 years old, with an unknown birth date in Sorrier Data. <laughs> First time I've ever seen that. I think that, yeah, that's it. That's weird. That might, yeah, that seems like a good, good opportunity there. What's his name? Uh, S I R O I S. He's listed as second on their depth depth chart on whatever. Who was the guy who actually started though? Well, last year, Job yeah. and. Uh, no, Pantanus got benched. For. What's this guy's name? I can't even. Oh, we don't even have him. Alan Sanbreza. Oh, okay. Yeah, these guys, I don't know. It's, there's nobody good, though. wonder if we can do one start, guys. It's just, oh, wait, U20. <laughs> there's Brad Mayton. I think that's smart predictology to have a yellow, red, and blue on Pulse Camp. It's bound to happen. It may not be this year. What is Melia, like 37, 36? I don't know if he, uh, yeah, he's probably around there. But yeah, I agree. He's, I mean, there's every reason to think that. And Martin Pace. I don't know if you're getting more than one year out of him, though. Is he, is he, is he 24 and like, is he a guy that ends this summer? I'm just saying, I'm not sure he's staying in Major League Soccer. Gotcha. But he's got, Oh yeah, he's done in this summer anyway. Yeah, and I mean he's got to fight for his life for that job from 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 uh, Maurer. Jimmy Maurer, yeah, one eighth Jimmy, Jimmy one eighth. That sounds better actually. Yeah, it's a yeah. I don't know. I think the lesson is obviously just buy any young backup. Did you did you consider buying backup goalkeepers during the window? Like, no, 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 nothing. Like, no. My opinion of buying backup goalkeepers didn't change during the window. Not even and, guys that might have rumors surrounding them or anything like that. Do you think everybody who bought Slonina had just like a huge sigh of relief he didn't leave? Yes. Yeah. My point more was like I have Balot from uh, Ghent, and uh, I knew that there and there still are rumors because the Turkish league they're they're they can still bring players in for the next week, right? Or is it two weeks? Week or two weeks, something like that. So their window is still open, but there's a lot of rumors about Balot going to. Uh, Galastray, I think, or I don't know, Fenerbahce, one of those teams. I don't follow it that closely, but I know that I know that there's a lot of rumors about him going there. Mm -hmm. And I bought his backup, who may or may not even be the guy, but I did not want to lose my stack, so I preemptively bought the guy. But you had him already, though, right? Who the back? His backup? Yeah. 
No. Oh, I thought you handcuffed a while ago. No, I handcuffed at the beginning of the window when I started to see the rumors. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Which, I mean, like, there's upside there. I could end up with two goalies. You could get, yeah. I could end up with one goalie. I could end up with no goalies, potentially. They could both somehow end up being backups. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, just, I feel like there's more upside there than anything to just, like, if you have that situation come up where, I don't know, there's rumors surrounding one of your guys. If they're important to you, you have a stack or something, tag, go it, ahead and just handcuff. Yeah, that is an interesting one because it's the, like, the reason why I don't like handcuffing, let me rephrase, the reason I don't do it usually is because like I want to put myself in a situation where I could have two starters. Right. But like the transfer window allows you to possibly get two starters out of this. For sure. And so yeah, it's an interesting one. How about how about guys like Turner? Like if you if you own Turner and you started to see those rumors, what are you doing? Like immediately sell. Yeah, like like 10% off the market, you're selling that card, right? Yeah. As soon as, like, what was funny is I, as soon as Twelman tweeted it, I'm like, it's a done deal. Yeah. Like, he's not going to tweet that out unless it's happening. And Turner is, like, completely worthless right now at Arsenal. At Arsenal. Like, so, like, there's no way he starts. So, three months from now, he's going to be the backup United States men's national team goalkeeper. Most likely. And the backup goalkeeper at Arsenal. Yes. Who might play in some cup games that are not covered and and so rare. Right. Like they're not even getting into like, well, actually they've been pretty good this year. So, but like. But like, even if he plays in the FA Cup or Caribou Cup, the, both of those games are not covered. Right. But I was saying like, if they make like the, conf- the conference league, that's the third one. Like, maybe he gets those starts. But, like, if they make the Champions League, like, he's not starting those matches. He's probably not starting the Europa ones either. He's also probably now one of the oldest guys on the team at 27. Like, Arsenal has, like, a full-fledged youth movement. Like, yeah, I want out. I think the, yeah, I think the responsible thing, and it's this is coming from me who has is still sitting on this Luis Diaz card despite everybody saying I should sell it. Um I think you have to sell it. And the belief that like, I found it funny the people who like jumped all over Brad Knighton because. Why, why is Turner's price going back up? Because of the international weeks? It's either international weeks or they're like, oh, he's sticking around for a little bit. But like, it's he not. Dropped, he dropped all the way down to like point, point three. And now he's back all the, like he sold, what is this uh, today? For point six one six, is ETH at a thousand? In fact, a guy in our chat, Bleatscraig, <laughs> you sold him today, right? For point six one six. Love when that comes together. I, I don't, I don't understand the reason to buy him. That's how yeah. I put it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Unless you like owning. 0.6 ETH backup goalkeepers. Yeah, unless I'm, I'm unless I'm missing something. Is there any shot 
in hell that he somehow they they make a move and he's the starter there. No, it's and only even, injury. Injury is the only way he's playing. And even then, you're paying 0. 0.68. At, well, yeah, 0. 0.68 or whatever for him. I guess the floor is 0. 0.65, which that's kind of what a champion Europe goalkeeper costs, right? Uh, it's not like Courtois or, I don't know. I think they're right. all more expensive now. What's her, her uh, Herdesky cost? 0.665, and he oh. starts. Huh. Not saying yeah. that he's the best, but he starts. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't, I don't know why you buy Turner. Period. So well done for those who have sold, because I don't get it. That's all. But I don't know who takes over for him. I don't think we'll know at all either. They have to buy someone, right? I would assume so. They just don't have to rush. And so it's kind of like they can go into this season. If Maurer doesn't win the job in Dallas, you get him. Or I don't think Arena is going to take Klinsman Jr. or Little Klinsy. But... At this point, it has to be a domestic transfer, though, right? I don't know what that's. We're going back into MLS roster yeah. rules i have no idea i think it does so it'd have to be somebody either within the league or free agent somebody i would, assu- I would maybe, assume that, that maybe they the americas that. i'm just saying i would assume they take somebody domestically anyway yeah. like in major league soccer somebody mentioned franco petroli as the uh armani successor Personally, I hope Armani plays till he's 75. Yeah. Trip and B wants you to talk about Asian transfers. This is where I, I step away. We talked about Tiago Martins. <laughs> that's, that's, that's all I got. Yeah. Although he was, I, that was a transfer out. I had a guy named Kaisei Ishii that transferred from Sagan Tosu to Sagan Tosu. Oh. Yeah. Sounds like an upgrade. Yeah, very interesting. No, I I can't speak intelligently on those, as I imagine. also can't really speak inte- intelligently on Major League Soccer. <laughs> Thiago is an MLS transfer. I guess he's an MLS incoming transfer. That's fair. Yeah, and then I... Out of Asia. And then I saw that... that uh, <laughs> This is me just being incredibly ignorant because I don't know what I'm talking about. But I did see that Marinos was looking at uh, purchasing uh, Eduardo. So that seems good for Eduardo. I don't know. (laughs) People seem very excited about that move. Yes, they do. So maybe that's good. I don't know. They're also supposed to get Anderson Lopez. That's the one I really care about. I think that's already done, right? Is it done? He wasn't on that list. But man... Yeah, he still shows up as being at Wuhan. Hmm. That's a dangerous place to be right now. Not good. It's probably fine by now. They just don't play. That's the problem. I think that they announced... uh, I I saw Surface in chat said that they announced their uh, schedule at some point recently. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Look at me with all the uh, Asian knowledge over here. Do you... What are the chances Sora release a batch of new 2021 mints before 2022? Like some of these new transfers. I hope that happens. 
Like, do we think we see an Aubameyang Barcelona card soon? Oh. I mean, the European cards have months. Like, they, they, they won't have new ones until August, so. Or September, even. So those are fine. Hmm. So I'd happily, uh, happily take some of those. Those would be fun. <laughs> How have we not mentioned the goat, Jesus Medina, to Russia? You meant the Cisco, right? CSKA? Yeah. I was never a huge... Jesus I, don't even know what to, I don't even know what to say about it anyways. Good riddance. That's what you say. Like, is that, is that a comparable league? They're probably, it's like a lateral move, right? It's a colder move. Not right now. You guys just had Snowmageddon in... Uh, that's true. In New York City, right? Yeah, that's true. A couple feet? It was like four degrees yesterday. It's a balmy 32 now. Uh, no, I have nothing to say about Medina. Like, I, it's a, that was a weird move to me. Like you said, it felt very lateral. Yeah. Um, so this is completely off topic, but whatever, we've derailed. So I'm going <laughs> to We have a topic? It. Yeah. Uh, we were, we were kind of chatting about the release of new MLS cards. So last year when they released new MLS cards, we had like one-tenth of the users that we have now. Maybe even less. I don't know. We could go do the math. But do you think when they release those new MLS cards, they're going to have as severe as a market impact as they did last year? Because you can pull up a chart and look at basically any player and and kind of look at that. I think it was what around like – late March, early April, or was it late April, early May, when they started to release those MLS cards? And you mm-hmm. can see a significant drop-off. I, I think that curve was, like, down, and then, like, they slowly crept back up as new more, uh, more new users came on board. Yeah. I think it's difficult to blame any one thing. Like, the market, MLS market was weird because they – clearly had plenty of supply in the winter because they were doing those bundles. Like they were just like trying to give cards away. And then it's almost like they did it too early. And then the Gary V boom happened. And then the Gary V boom happened. And they didn't have, they didn't have all those bundles. Right. Yeah. They just did it way too early. And not that they knew that like Gary V was going to come in and buy one of the most worthless cards on the platform. But (laughs) But so I just have a, I have a very hard time trying to project based off of what we have previously seen, even in different, uh, different leagues. You're like, oh, well, if this happened in Europe, then maybe it happens in America. Sure. Yeah. The other humongous difference is that we didn't have limited cards back then. And so if you wanted to play, you had to buy rares and it was a big, like very obvious supply and demand issue. And we've talked about it previously. They will have no supply issues when it comes to MLS getting rid of these 2021 cards before the 2022s come. So I think from a limited standpoint, we don't see any sort of run up like we saw last year. And 
It's just a matter of how quickly they get them out. For the rare, like, I don't know. I don't, Wait, you, you said we don't see any run-up? I don't think we're going to see such a drastic run-up in MLS limited cards. Okay, so we're not going to have, like, another massive Gary B spike. Is what I don't think understand. so. Well, Certainly not I, limited. I feel like we're already just kind of doing that. And Spiking. it might not be a spike, but it's just everything's kind of expensive right now, it feels like. I I agree. I think we we had mentioned this previously. Um, let me see if I can pull this up. Yeah, like who's that? Your boy. Oh, I knew I knew it just based on that Photoshop shirt. <laughs> but like he, like this was last year. So this is the kind of the where, what you were talking about. This like run up. Yeah to the season, then it levels, and now it's coming back. Oh, I actually wanted to bring this up to you. Yeah. I think you were right about the MLS dip. Oh. Don't. I mean, I don't, I don't know what else you call this region right here. Yeah, but I call, I called for it to be closer to, like, December, I think. Like, I, I think, I think. December I'm on 1, right say, here. Like Christmas. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not taking that credit. I, I think I was on, I was definitely wrong on this. I think on lots of MLS. Well, I I think we overstated the dip, but understated the whatever the coming out of a dip is. Yeah, <laughs> like the spike is much more drastic than I think we expected. I think people are smart and they figured it out that we were like dipping and they were like, oh, time to buy, and that's what that chart kind of shows people were getting smart. Yeah. I, I think, I, I think part of the problem with, with Fry, so I probably shouldn't have used him is that he was out injured for quite a while. So that may play a part in, in this, but I agree with, uh, Skate Perez here too, that Skate Perez too, that the smartest time to buy is before the season ends like towards the end of the season and not in the off season. Cause I think everybody wants to buy in the off season because they're like, Oh, everything's cheaper now. And it's like, right. Nope. It was cheaper three weeks ago. I think that's pretty good advice. I mean, it's definitely what I saw in Europe last year when like I bought a few guys and didn't buy a lot of guys that I should have. And it was before the season ended. And it was kind of like, do I buy this guy? He's got like, three more games left. And I'm like, I don't want to like pay for three more games. And then three games were over and it was like, wait, he's more expensive now. <laughs> Why is this? Yeah. I don't know. I just, I'm not, I'm, I, I'm not sure. Oh my God, what is this card? Oh, signature card. Yeah. Have you looked at, um, look at Johnny Russell. Cause he was pretty stable all year, right? He never really got JFR. Oh. Yeah, you should be able to, right? Uh, we want a year, right? Oh, okay. That's interesting, right? You know, so... Well, I don't even know what that chart tells you. That chart tells you that the season ended and he ended as the number one player in Major League Soccer. And he was underpriced all year. And then everybody's like, oh, number one, point two, I'll go get him. What is he now? 0. 0.565. 0. 0.6. I mean, look at look at his limited. My God. 
somebody shared uh, something on Twitter the other day. It was somebody made him an offer of like 0. 0.13 or 0. 0.14 for for his limited, which is crazy. It's this player of the year edition, I guess. Yeah, but this is 0. 0.33 right below it. Yeah. I guess we should look in fiat. Does that matter? Probably more drastic. Oh, spread out a little bit. I feel like the fiat charts always like smooth smooth things out because that, like, even if you look at Jesus Ferreira, like his pump there at the end. If you look at it in fiat, it really like flattens. Yeah, flattens out almost. And it's weird how almost any of the like pumps or. Uh, Things just tend to balance out when you when you switch it to fiat. I don't know. It looks pretty straight. Yeah. <laughs> pretty up there. <laughs> the worst part about Ferrera is the number of people who ask me like about Ferrera versus Pepe. And I was like, it's definitely Ferrera. And not once was I like, maybe I should buy one of those. What Ferrera? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I just feel like, like point it's too, two. I don't know. I, I feel like it's too late now. Like if you could have grabbed them anywhere between point three and point six or seven or something, those are probably good buys. Not to say say like point eight's not a good buy. It's just I feel like there's not. You don't. Have, you have less room. I'm just gonna have to win them now. <laughs> that, that that, I mean, I meant what I said, but like there, I'm not gonna pay the. I'm not going to pay to buy him. So I'm just going to have to try to win him. Anurag, uh, we don't know what to think about Diago Martins to MLS. We, I think I think most people seem to think that it's worse for Martins, but I'm no expert. I just listen to other people. He's not going to be as good. That's all I know. They're like SO5-wise. Like, look at how um, New York City's center back scored last year and they did not score well but the year before they scored really well so i don't know new coach like they're not bad scorers but like they're not anything special yeah and callens was definitely better than chanel chanel was just kind of like bleh this year a lot of yellow ouch and this is the best team in, in I mean, they, they won MLS Cup, so that doesn't mean they're the best, I guess, but they won MLS Cup. They should be a dominant team in MLS, and that's what their center backs were scoring. Do you think part of the problem is that because the field is so small, they can't get to their opponent's final third because... I thought, they, yeah, they play on the skinniest field. <laughs> Well, I would think if I honestly, if I played on a field like that, I would just play four center backs and you know, <laughs> and and really squeeze the back into that field. Yeah, I think these scores will never be seen again. That's he was just automatic in Asia. Yep. I like this. I sold a Johnny Russell rare for 0.19 just before the playoffs and said I'd just get him back in January for less. Now you can't get a JR Limited for much less. Yeah. It's 0.6 now. My gosh. Russell is? Yeah. 
His floor is 0.635. And last buy was 0.635. Two days ago. Whoops, whoops, whoops. I mean, he's good. I guess he'll still be on corners this year. Plays a lot, too. Yeah, he's just automatic. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite my favorite Johnny Russell game was when they first changed the scoring matrix. Um, so these all-arounds are just nuts. Yeah, so there's one if you go back far enough. He had no goals, no assists, no decisive actions, and like a 70 all-around or something. And I think he scored 100 in that game. From a forward? Oh, I can just... Yeah, from a forward, you just don't see that. Yeah, this. Can we sort, sort all around? Yeah, it was. I might have overstated that a little bit. It was. <laughs> Seventy-eight. Yeah, forty-three is his highest all around. Whatever it is, it's absurd. Yeah. It is crazy that he was as cheap as he was, given. Like it's not like I mean obviously, but oh my god. These scores are insane. But he's a number one player in MLS, isn't he? Is he? Like, I think that's a huge part of the reason why his price goes up. Yeah. Nope. He's got to fix that. Hanny Mukhtar is number two, huh? Like, I think it's as simple as that. Like... This is like there have been no games, and so people are like, "Oh, who's the best guy in Major League Soccer?" Oh, oh, he's a forward. Great. How, how many guys on this t- uh, top ten list will be on the top ten list uh, at the end of this year? Uh, let's see. I mean, I we, have... know Roos, we know we know going to be. Not gonna yeah, be I mean, Rusnak will be. Rusnak's one, Gil two, Boo three. Uh, those are the only ones I have. So everyone else can go to hell. I think Jao Paulo takes a huge step back. Yeah. I think Driuzzi could be like top five. I don't know. I don't think Maxi's there. And that Darwin Quintero is always so strange. I can't even believe uh, Quintero's on the list, but. The Duke crushes when he plays. So you're thinking this list is going to be pretty similar. I I imagine Jack Price, you think, is still going to be there? Um, I don't know about. Colorado. I don't know. They sold too many guys or something? Maybe, yeah. But like Castellanos is supposedly gone. Kai Wagner was trying to leave. Yeah, but he's he's staying, right? Like he can't move now. I guess. He goes to like Turkey. I think a lot of people think Buxa is going to move up. Look at that. One ETH for the 22nd ranked player. Man. But Buxa was supposed to go as well, right? There were a lot yeah. of rumors on Buxa, so that's mm-hmm. that's good, I guess, that he stayed for any of any of his owners. I think this guy right here, Keaton Parks, is the most underpriced player in Major League Soccer right now. Ooh. Definitely is limited. Look at that, point oh one seven three. My God, he's still U twenty three until July too. Yeah, I, I think so. I think that's 
a lot of the reason that these guys run up so much. It's just pe- pe- people sort by MLS by best player in the league and just start buying those players. I, I think it, it certainly is possible for people who have bigger budgets but don't want to buy all the rares that they can just go into limiteds and be like, oh, let me just get the five best guys in major league. So I have a team for the, for the summer. Right. So I'll get Russell. I'll get Mukhtar. I'll get Rusnak. They should buy Gil. Heal. And then, I mean, defenders and goalies or whatever. Defenders? Do you say defenders or whatever? I said that after I sold Trusty, but... <laughs> hmm. Who is the highest-ranked defender? Like, you got to go for a while. Oh, there's... Yeah, Wagner. And that's it, right? Franco? Zussi. Zussi. Yes. Oh, God. Love it. Love it. 16th, Graham Zussi. Pump it up. By the way, I have the one of 100 of Graham Zussi, if anyone is looking Ooh. to buy. And I own the one of 100 of uh, Tim Melia. So if you want the stack, the one of 100 stack, come to Papa. That should be a side game. Stack with serial numbers. I probably ought to get the Pulse Camp uh, one of 100 you know, to handcuff, protect my investment there. It's a good point. Yeah. Good point. What about um I'm so, so I'm I'm actually shocked AJ doesn't have that Zeusy card. <laughs> it just yeah. seems like something he should have. What well, so once the season starts, people start to win rewards. People are gonna want to sell these rewards. Do you think there's enough new users, enough appetite to buy these players and and do you think those prices are gonna sustain? Because that was kind of the original question is, right. is now that we have all these users, there are, I don't know, thousands more users than there were last time this this time of the year or whatever, is people start to win stuff and sell it. Do we see a, do we see a dip in prices? Uh, I think, gosh. I don't know what metric you want to use, 50 cards or more? Sure. So 537 to... 58 gosh the the struggle there is limiteds really can skew that if we're if we're talking rares right now i don't know are we talking rares right now i kind of am but um i think limiteds kind of skew that a little bit i mean that definitely play a huge part for sure but i i i'm actually wondering more if we see an MLS jump in May, like when the European seasons end, when we get people who have come in around now and they're like, Oh, I should like, they have European teams right now instead of, you know, when those seasons end, they're like, Oh, I could, I could just not do anything. Or maybe I'll buy some MLS guys. And we see the jump then. I'm not seeing it. I mean, if anything, I think it'll be like flat because all the people that are already kind of playing MLS will have cards that they're winning. Right. And those will be getting put on the market to be sold. A lot of them will, maybe not all of them, but cards will be, there'll be more cards for sale at that point. And I just don't, I just don't feel like, I don't, 
unless there's more new users coming out of the woodworks, I don't, I just don't see prices going even higher than they are now. That's fair. The supply will take care of it. Yeah. Because they'll have all the new cards to sell and rewards, rewards and yeah. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think we're going to continue to see the prices move like they they have. Like I think they'll ev- they'll level out going into the season, not even into May, but like from now until, I mean, the season starts in three three weeks, three, four weeks, three, three and a half weeks, something like three and a half way. weeks. Thank God. You're excited for MLS, huh? I just want my players to play. <laughs> it's it's a weird like I'm not a huge like like I'm not going to sit down and watch. Well, I did actually last year, so maybe I will. But I was gonna say, like, I don't usually watch like you know, Kansas City against Austin, but maybe I will. Come now. on, I just want to play these guys. Do you have, do you own Johnny Russell? No, no. Okay, that's why you're not watching. Yeah. <laughs> um. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Rivers back here in a couple weeks. <sighs> Thank God. They have like, uh, is it uh, Libertadores or is mm-hmm. it something else? I think the season's starting, isn't it? There's a, we, well, there's also like, isn't it CONCACAF Champions League is soon too? It is. I don't even know who's in CONCACAF Champions League. I know Santos is. I saw that. I saw something where and it's like, it's always like a season behind. Yeah. So Santos did really well. Two years ago. Season, yeah, year year and a half, a year ago, and then Atlas just won the league and they're not in CONCACAF Champions League. Yeah. But they will be next time around, I guess. It's just I remember so that, stupid. Yeah, I remember that last or yeah, last year. Cause somebody weird was in it. Montreal. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. how is Montreal in it? And they were like, oh, they came in second in the Canadian championship. I'm like, what? Was it my was it I thought it was maybe Toronto. I think they were both in it. Oh, okay. Well I think Toronto got in it because of MLS and Montreal got in it because of the Canadian championship. Okay. The Canadian Cup or, you know. Right. Whatever. Yeah, then it is like a, a week back as well. Or a season back. Again, back to the MLS experts over here. Ooh, Alan, Montreal. So Montreal again. again, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Oof. You get the, all that extra utility out of your uh, Georgie Mihaloviches. Yeah. Whoever else they have. Get that toy while we're here. Yeah. Valentine's Day. All right. Two weeks. Kyoto would be an interesting one to have. I liked him. He's just who, always hurt. Who was that? Uh, Ramel Kyoto to pair with Mihaljevic. Hmm. I don't know. I'm not sure you're winning a lot with a Montreal attacking stack. Yeah, I don't know. Now John's trying to push me to this Mason Toy Super Rare. Feels a little overpriced. <laughs> There's one out there for like point seven or something. Point. <sighs> yeah, that's going to be a no for me. Why is he? Because he's a U23 forward in the summer. That's why he's that expensive. Yeah. Well, and weird... there's it's probably like there's the supply of super errors for Mason Toy is probably like four cards or something. Five. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a card I need. Not a card I need. <laughs> Who has the unique? There is a unique, huh? Yeah, Bitpoint. I don't know who that is. 
See, I I actually like that unique for 1.1 ETH. <laughs> no, it's not uh, for sale. No, but yeah, right. No, he bought it seven months ago for 1.1 ETH. Right. Seems fine. Right. Seems fine. Well, we've apparently blabbered on for like well over an hour. Wow. Nonsense. Total nonsense. As um, always. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for this nonsense, uh, whether you have been here live. Thank you for that. If you guys wouldn't mind liking the video, if you are catching the replay, you could also like the video. You're not excluded. Um, but thank you for uh, watching as well. For anyone listening to the audio version, if you wouldn't mind rate and rating and reviewing it. Apparently, we're also video on Spotify. If there's anyone who actually watches video on Spotify, can you please DM me? Because I have some questions for you. But mostly, like, why are you watching on Spotify? Um, but you, you can watch find... Spotify videos in your car while you're driving. <laughs> My laptop up on the uh, dash. No, I don't. I don't do that. Um, but yeah, you can reach out to me on Twitter at Andrew M. Laird. You can find Andy at a black 86. We're also available in the so rare discord, probably under those same names. Well, he's probably under black. I think I'm under Andrew M. Laird and not Lairdino, but either way you can find me at one of those. Uh, we'll be back next week with another topic. If anybody wants to throw us a topic, we'd be happy to uh, discuss it. We did have one idea that we might tease that has a little bit to do with the Halland auction, which um, was a fun one. So maybe, maybe something on that. But uh, yeah, thank you again to everybody. Uh, Andy, I'll talk to you next week. See you. Good night.